Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. And E-Money. No Ooh, Dave this week. No Dave this week. Davey Boy drove to Florida. <laughs> oh! I would not wish that on my worst enemy. I did that when I was 17, and I swore I'd never do that again. And my worst enemy seems to be Tom Gordon these days, E-Money. Ooh, that was bad. That was bad. We're sitting here. The Phillies are tied 2-2 in the 10th. We thought we could start recording a lot earlier because the Phillies were going to lock up a 2 nothing victory thanks to some incredible pitching by Cole Hamels. Yeah, he had 8Ks tonight. Very nice. And some very nice defensive plays as well. I'll tell you what. Just to get back to that drive, have you ever driven to Florida? No. No. Okay. Oh, actually, I drove. No, but as far as I drove down was Savannah, Georgia. Okay, well, that's okay because... That's not Florida. No, because first of all, I don't know. Those Carolinas, they don't end. If you know what I'm saying. If you've been to Savannah, so you know the Carolinas don't end. And then when you get to the border of Florida, you think you're good to go. And then you got another five hours. Yeah, but I stopped in Virginia Beach on my way down. So I had a nice layover, went to the bar, you know, woke up, got got a shower, went down again. I think he drove straight. Straight through, dude. What? You said you talked to him, right? Talk to him, man. The next day, I just want to see how it all made, how he made out. If he's still alive, if his uh, wife's beating him over the head, if when his he's wife's driving. still alive. He said it was a great, great trip, great, good, good drive down, as well as it could be. Oh God! And I said, now what is he? What did he go down there for? He went down there for cheerleading for his, his daughter, daughter, right? Yeah. With the uh, now there's I hear these, Wildcats. I hear these people are crazy with the cheerleading. They I've been hearing I've been hearing things about the cheerleading. They are crazy with the cheerleading, dude. Crazy. Like, like I hear they they paint in their faces and stuff. Don't understand it, but you know some guys got to. If they don't have any sons that are playing football or baseball, they got to paint their faces somehow. These are face painters. Ev. They have to paint their faces. They, David Putty is everywhere. David Putty is everywhere. Devils. Well, listen, man. Opening day. What a good time. It was nice to hang out with Beardo. Holiday hair. Oh yeah. Um, and sorry for the people that went to the Colonial and it was closed because Derek said we were going to the Colonial, but of course we didn't go there. We went to the Humeville. We went to the Humeville because the Colonial is closed on Monday through Friday from 12 to 4. Well, I don't understand that, but... I don't know why they don't open for lunch. I guess they don't have much of a lunch crowd, so... No much we of went, a dinner crowd. Went either. to the Humeville, ran up a nice little tab. Did we? What happened? I was very, I was just a little bit of money on the bar. That was really nice. That's what happens when you sit there for six hours. Yeah, I mean, I... I Holiday and Hire and I were there from noon to 6.30. Noon, buddy. I know. So you didn't see the full opening day? No, I didn't see the full opening day. What did you think of it? I thought it was amazing. I thought Brett Myers is going to make himself into one of the best pitchers in the league. No doubt about it. And oh, if you yeah. if you ask National League hitters, they'll probably say the same thing. Yeah, but then you have to get bullpen, and then look what happens. Well, yeah, I'm not really getting to that point. I'm getting to just to Brett Myers. I'm trying to go highlights. I'm trying to go positive. Highlights and then lowlights? Well, you're talking about two games that went into extra innings that should not have, you know, because of these bullpens. So now this one's in the 10th. Gordon's already done. Madsen. Madsen's going to be done. They're going to be bringing all these people in. The uh, opening day, the same thing happened. You got the, a man uh, on. You got a man on first. Ruiz is on first. You got ooh, playing the small ball. Well, you got to do that in the tenth, so it looks nice. Got the bunt down. Very nice. Now you got a man on second. He's in scoring position in the tenth, and you're at home. You got to get him home. You got to get him in. You got to get him in. Top of the lineup coming up. Let's play some ball, fellas. Yeah, we'll see how they screw this one up. Well, you can't screw it up anymore. I mean, the Mets look like they're going to win tonight. They're going to sweep St. Louis on the road. You can't go down. I mean, it's very difficult for me to say that this is a must-win game, right? Right. But you don't want to be down two and a half games to the Mets from the get. It's horrible. It's from horrible the get, you haven't that. even played tomorrow. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the, um, Obviously, we got bullpen problems, and then those problems are going to happen. Our, our starting rotation, so far, what we've seen, have been unbelievable. Well, you can bank... 
you can put this in your bank. Do you understand me? That Myers and Hamels are going to be a monster threat throughout this entire year. A one-two like no other in the National League. I really believe that. I, I, I can Hey, from what they showed us the last couple of days, I believe it too. Totally agree. But then you have to get to the eighth. Madsen looks shaky. Charlie Manuel looks shaky. I'll tell you what. It didn't, he didn't look like he knew what to do once Gordon no. hit that two. When they hit that two-run home, he didn't know. It didn't seem to me like he knew that he if he had to take Gordon out or not. And you, of course, you let Gordon finish out the, the inning. But if it gets really bad, he, it looked like he was worried about who what he was going to do. Yep, and that's, and that's scary. not good because no, it's, it's the not. second game, and he's got a lot more. There's 160 more of them, and there's going to be a lot of these situations because bullpen's going to put you in these situations. Although. I understand. I understand exactly what you're saying. I, but I do think the Phillies need to score more runs. This lineup is to score more than two runs, three I totally runs, agree. one run. But you're playing against an Atlanta starting rotation that's just as good. Yeah, Hudson's a terrific pitcher, but they got they got to him, and they had a two run lead going into the bottom of the ninth with their closer on on the, and he blew it. Yeah, and also, um, I know we're harping on the second game because we're just so excited about the Phillies people out there. I mean, I'm just like oh. so psyched. This is just the greatest. Well, we were just talking about baseball. You know what I mean? And yeah. How can you not love it? How can you not? How can anybody? Like, I talk to people and they go, are you a Phillies fan? Ah, I don't really like baseball. I mean, how can you not like baseball? I know. It's such an amazing sport. I go, I'm on, this is the second game of the season. There's 160 more of these I, to I, go. I, that's why I love it that much And I'm more. on the edge of my seat. Time, time, time to watch them ball. Time to watch ball, but also to appreciate how talented these guys are and just how much how much fun the game is oh i totally agree and they got forty one thousand down there tonight so the fans are behind them this year let's let's go with it let's rock with it but you can't lose for them because you know phillies philly baseball fans will turn and not come they just won't no they're they're hardcore fans but you have to understand that these fans that are here these forty one thousand, they love their dollar dogs oh who doesn't man and the college boys are in there Taking advantage of the poor college student. That's what you got to do. This is the third time since 1900 that the Phillies have started with two extra inning games. That's okay. pretty interesting. But it's also it's a, a game team. of stats. A game of stats. It's a game of stats, but it's also a team that's won one World Series. So let's And has 10,000 losses. Almost. Almost. So we'll see. I, I'm, I'm not happy with what I've seen so far as, full, as far as complete games. That's where I'm at with that. And I'm, I bet you Dave's down there drunk as a skunk watching cheerleading. Missing all this stuff and going. But, yeah, he's missing two extra inning games that these, this Phillies team has got to come through. They got second and third with two outs now in the bottom of the tenth. They got to bring somebody home. But what are the chances of them doing that? It depends on what's on the lineup here. I just want to take a break from the action real quick, Ev, while the Braves are bringing in another reliever and mention I was watching Ken Burns baseball and enjoying it because I was getting ready for the season and appreciating or learning to appreciate how good these guys were and the old timers too. And this was about Babe Ruth and it was about like the changing of the guard, how Babe Ruth's coming in and hitting long balls and Ty Cobb's brand of baseball, the short ball game wasn't really around anymore. People were loving home runs and they were letting them hit home runs because they were playing with a much wider ball. You know, that it used to be the job of the pitcher that when a new ball came in to rub mud on it, to make it dirty and scuff it up and all that other fun stuff. Now at this point when Ruth started hitting all these dingers, well actually, you know what happened? Talk to me. Somebody got hit. I don't know the guy's name. Somebody got hit in the temple with a ball. Mm. Killed him. Wow. He took him to the hospital. He died the next day. And at that point, the commissioner said, brand new white balls from now on. So that's when they started hitting dingers. And Babe Ruth started hitting these monsters. Well, why did he want the white balls? Well, he, just so, you, so the hitter could see it. So he get out of the way. The okay. guy would have got out of the way faster. Gotcha. So he starts hitting all these home runs, and Ty Cobb's all pissed off like he was always pissed off at something. Ty Cobb's career is starting to wind down. But I just want to – I mean, they just spit out this stat that – I mean, my jaw was wide open. I mean, i got to tell you this. Go ahead. And for anybody who doesn't know this, your, I, your head's about to explode. 
Ty Cobb had 11,434 at-bats in his career. It's a lot of at-bats. It's a lot of at-bats. Guess how many times he struck out? Oh, God, if I had to choose something like that. It's a, no, don't forget, it's on the low side. Oh, of it's course low. it's on the low it's side. It's low. He yeah. was, he's a Hall of Famer, yeah, maybe the he, best hitter who ever played. Exactly. Had everything to prove it. I would say 1,500. 1,500? That's a good guess, and that's a low number. And I, can, I think that's totally legitimate for somebody of his caliber. He struck out 357 times. Oh, my God. In 11,434 bats. That's insane. It doesn't. It doesn't even begin to. Insane doesn't even begin to describe it. I mean, I can't like, even wrap. I can't even wrap my brain. Think about it. all the times he had to put that ball in play. That's a lot of bunt. Because right there. a walk does not count, count as, as a hit. Bat. Yeah, as in a bat. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy is not the word. Lifetime batting average three sixty six. Wow. That's unbelievable. Everybody should know a stat like that. That's yes, a crazy stat. I agree with you. Everybody who knows and enjoys watching at least one baseball game has to know that one stat. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. So 11,000 at-bats, 350 strikeouts, basically. 11,434 bats 357 strikeouts. Definitely one of the greats. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Amazing. Amazing stuff. I'll tell you what, D, not much was going on this week with uh, Philly sports. Eagles really didn't make any moves. Flyers. Think about it like this, though. It's They're like opening the door to baseball, letting baseball do what they got to do. Let baseball do what they got to do. That's why you got 41,000 tonight. That's right. Flyers stink. Yep. On, literally on ice. The Sixers stink. They got nobody to bring in. I'll tell you what, I had the NBA game. NBA basketball sucks. It does. I was uh, getting ready to come here today. And, and we're all glad you showed up, baby. Money, money, don't get me Oh, wrong. thank you very much. Well, you'd be talking to yourself right now. It's been done before. And I was trying to find the Phillies game on the on the TV. And uh, I went to Comcast Sportsnet, and that's like channel 38 where I am. And it had um, Sixers pregame. I'm like, who the hell is watching this game tonight? Let alone there. It was just about the game. It was just about to start. And they pan... To the Wycovia, and I'm telling you, it's like tumbleweeds in there. <laughs> Nobody's watching these people play this game, and it's a shame. It's just a shame, I, you know. But you got to have a winning squad. That's the bottom line. Yeah, I made their, I won't say mistake, but I'll ma- I made the foo pas of calling people idiots for going to pay for those games. But it's, I do believe it's true, and I stand by that. And those people are starting to. Well, they heard the call from DC. Yeah, I think that's uh, and that's another thing. I was going to go. Well, yep. Yeah. They heard they heard the podcast, and that's why they're not going no more, because they're called them idiots. Well, that's definitely not the reason why, but I'll tell you what. I will tell you this. If you don't win, you're not going to get a crowd. If you're not going to the playoffs, you're definitely not going to get a crowd. And if, God for I don't know. Oh, here we I go. Might be What's re- he going to say? I might be reaching on this one. However, the Phillies have a pretty decent lineup and ha- can do some dangerous things. Yes, they can. If Even they can. though, they're, because they're still in the 10th inning, they didn't get, bring those runs across. We can't do nothing about that, right? Right. Oh yeah, the Phillies look really good. Um, offensively, they're that, that's all going to come around. That's that's going to happen. It's early, but we've been talking about it all winter long. Bullpen, 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 and let me tell you something: nothing was um, rectified, and it's shown right now in these two games. Because these two games would not have gone to extra innings, it would have a decent bullpen, and that's the bottom line. I agree with you, Ev. And I want to bring you this bottom line from Pearface. It's not. It's the post of the week, but it's early. I know it's early in the show, but it's. Totally relevant to what we're trying to pull off here. I asked for predictions on the uh, on the forum, and this is where Pearface comes in. 
Unfortunately, the Phillies look like they are heading into another season where they don't have their shit together. Starters. Not really worried about Myers or Hamels. Moyer will be solid. Garcia? Looks like a great trade at the time, but he couldn't get his fastball into 90 in Clearwater. Eaton looks like garbage. I know Gillick is going to find bullpen help for Lieber, but at this point, I'd put Lieber back in the rotation. See, now he's subscribing to the Derek point of view. And you know what? Derek and Pearface thinking the same way? I'll go with You'll it. You'll take that all day. Absolutely. Lineup. I think Helms is going to be okay. He rounds out what, I, what should be one of the best hitting infields in the NL. The Phillies should score a lot of runs, but there are still too many Ks in the lineup, and there's no protection for Howard. Totally agree, and uh, Braves just hit a dinger. God damn it. God damn it. Ryan Madsen. Scott Thorman hit the home run, F. Scott Thorne on my side? Thorman. Like, what's Ryan Madsen going to say now when they lose this game? I hope this is the second time let down my teammates. Well, you know what? It's, He's it, like, the it, first it, time, Maybe, the, hopefully this is the only time I do it this season. This is twice in a row. Let me ask you this, though. Twice in a row. Let me ask you this. Is that the position that he should be getting put in? Is, 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 is he is is that the position that he should be getting put in? Where, where else when it's a bottom, him? when it's no. I, 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 it's a closing, it's not a closing situation. But you're bringing Matson in in the tenth, and you know that's going to happen. It happened all last year, and it's happening again. And that's that's what I'm talking about. This whole bullpen situation is screwed up. He's the best arm you have for long relief that late in the game, right? So you can do two, three innings with him. God. Damn this guy. And then look what happens. And that and that is the problem with the Phillies. Unless they do something. And Gillick's Gillick, I, I put my trust in Gillick all day long. I'm sure he's singing it. Hopefully he can do something. Maybe they can spend a little more money. I know they're, they want to stay on the $100 million. Maybe they can do something with that. Maybe they can. Let me get back to Paraphase's post. He's talking about the outfield now. Rowan looks lost at the plate. Victorino is never going to be a big-time bat. And Burl is just disgraceful garbage. It's a nice term. Doesn't know what to do at the plate, and from what I've read, he doesn't put the time in to improve his swing. Just another thief stealing a paycheck. Needless to say, I'm a bit concerned. If the Phils get off to another slow start and bury themselves by June 1st, they could end up at, with 70 to 75 wins. Gillick is basically risking the whole season on being able to trade Lieber at some point for some bullpen help. Geary ended up having a very good year in 2006. What if he does not repeat that? It could get ugly quick. Here's hoping some team with a lot of good bullpen arms loses a starter. 84 wins for the Phils, no playoffs. That sounds about right. Sounds about right. It certainly does. It um, certainly does. And it makes me so angry about this game. Everything Pearface just said basically came true in this game. This game was a microcosm. And so was the first game. Right. There's your problems. Give me a freaking break. Exactly. Give me a break. And the Phillies could still win. And I'm still pissed off. They shouldn't even be in this situation. Being in this situation twice in two games, the first two games of the year, the question is, one, is there talent out there to, to obtain? I don't think so. Right. And you're not going to pay a lot of money for talent that might not work for you. So that's that's the first question. Madsen's got to anticipate the... Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I do. you got to pay to play. you got to pay to play. But they're not going to need, needlessly pay anybody just to get somebody. And that's smart. That's good business. We've been talking about bullpen pitching and bullpen for three years on this show. And uh, it's all coming to a head now. This might, might as well be the paraphrase post of the week. Let me tell you why. It's raining true on right now, tonight. On exactly what's on this going game. on. That's why I had to say it. It is the paraphrase post of the week. It's the paraphrase, paraphrase post of the season. I'll tell you what. We He's should do predicting uh, the season right now. He's giving them 84 wins. God damn it. Not like this. Not if you put Ryan Madsen on the hill and gives up dingers. Not when your closer can't close the game. Gordon, he left off that double. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! So he, sick. So you had the you had the double, and then you had the two run homer, and there were still no outs. Yeah, when he got out of the inning, I, he got out of the inning. But how scary is that? That's scary. The whole thing is scary. I'm scared. It's no fun to watch. We're sitting down here celebrating them getting two runs in a baseball game. <laughs>
and it can easily be erased by one little swing of the bat. I couldn't believe it. Renteria on Monday, and tonight with um another clown, McCann. Brian McCann doesn't hit home runs, and he's he's making the Phillies pay. I'm just disgusted, Evan. I'm disgusted. And you should be. You should be. And uh, there's like this gloom. There's a gloom over the city of Philadelphia right now. Well, there should be. They win this game. They get their first win in the season. They go, yeah, you know, we lost on Monday. It was a fluke because we let up a dinger right. late in the game. Right. You know, we had... They're, we they're had... losing the same way today. That's what I'm saying. Like, what makes you think they're not going to lose the same way tomorrow? That's my whole point. That's my whole point of what we're talking about, this bullpen. It's this... The bullpen's putting you in these situations. And you know what? I feel really bad for Cole Hamels losing this, uh, well, not winning this game. Well, we did say earlier that we don't feel bad for these guys at all, ever. They well, get no. to play baseball all day. Well, I know. But, I mean, you know, just because he had a right. great performance. No, no. I totally agree with you. So, you're con- it's impossible I don't to feel f- bad for grown men who play baseball and make millions of dollars. D-Man, of course. Uh, I'm with you 100% on right. that. Right. So, I'm just I, trying to figure out what's your feel sorry. It's a shame that he um, wasn't able to get his first win it, Okay, tonight. yeah, right. It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a crying, crying shame that they're in the position that they are. And that's going to be him all, that's going to be all year. So his numbers won't be high. He won't have a lot of wins. Um, you can't leave it up to this bullpen. I mean, unless Gillick just gives up the farm, gives Lieber up and, get, and, says, and prays that somebody comes and gets it. Right. Gordon, unable to finish job. Man, it's Gordon, already, that's already the headline. to finish job. Game isn't even over, over yet. It's not a BPS tomorrow. They start at 305. 305. Well, okay. What is that? Is that a considered a late day BPS? I, I don't know if it's the It's first... an interesting start time, though. Yeah. Is yeah. it on the primetime channel or something for a 305? Probably not. No, not um, tomorrow. I'm sure there's a situation on why it's at a 305, but I'll take it all day long. I'll take it all day long. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's nice to see a little um, baseball in the afternoon. We may have to uh, have a little late lunch, D-Man, if you know what I'm saying. So hopefully we don't get swept. That's worth watching. Yeah, you don't. You want to avoid the sweep, that's for sure, before you go on the road to Florida, 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 New York, New York, New York. Got a lot of road games <laughs> In April, Phillies, you better take care of business at home, and they're not doing that. They're not winning these home games, Ev. It's deep, deep trouble for them. Yeah, deep and you trouble. know what? And every year they get they get killed on the on their April. Their April is horrible. Leading off the bottom of the eleventh, bottom of the eleventh, Chase Utley pops out foul ground. Now I can't say enough good things about Chase Utley, but that's exactly what you don't want in this situation. I mean, help me out, fellas. I got nothing for you. Let me be a fan. I want to be a fan. I want to be a fan of these teams. Right. I do too, man. I'm 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 just gonna go. Get a shot of Jack or something. Yeah, I think you're right, Ev. I think I need a shot of alcohol. Dude, and you know, I was coming down here. I came down tonight, and I was like, I'm really looking forward to this podcast because... No Dave? Nah, man. Dave always Aww. brings it to us. Dave always brings it to us. But uh, just, you know, spring, rebirth, new season. Yeah. Everybody looked good on the first game. This game, who knows what was going to happen? Who knew it was going to end up like this, though? No. So it totally changed my whole mood, and I think you can. We could even kind of see the mood change when you listen to the podcast. Our mood was even changing in these last hours. Yeah, totally, they got forty one thousand people there freezing their milk. Yeah, it's and raining, that's how, and that's how you show them a good time. Gordon, M- Ryan Madsen, Ryan Madsen, it's amazing. And I said this earlier, and I'm going to say it again. The questions like he's going to get hit with tons of questions in that locker room tonight, and he said Monday. Hopefully, this is the last time I let this team down this season. Well, you know what? Not even 48, 36 to 48 hours later. Well, how many hours it's been? Who knows? Boom. The mathematician's he not here. It again. The mathematician's not here. But I bet he's laughing when he's listening to this. <laughs> yeah, Because he knows this crap we're going through. And if he's in Disney World watching this game, he knows how pissed he's off he's probably in um, uh, Epcot Center or wherever, like Germany is, wherever all the, the, world, the beers of the world. That's where he's at. Bavaria. Yeah, he's just hunkered in the corner drinking. He's drinking. Well, one thing is true. It's still East Coast time. Davey Colderbank is on vacation. It's 10, 16 p.m. What is he doing? 
He's drinking beer. He's drinking beer. Somewhere. Speaking of drinking beer, I heard you were at the Ministry of Information in Philadelphia last night. Yes, I was. Uh, Joe Thalman, good friend of mine. You can see him on our... Uh, you can't really see him. You can listen to him. Well, you can listen to him and you can go to our. You can go to his site. We have a li- we have a link up to him. Uh, right. He 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 graced uh, me with his presence. He came from Los Angeles. And, La La uh, Land. Well, he hosted us when we went there last year. Right. He did. And he came in, and you saw him. Yeah, saw him, and uh, and who else? Saw Let's Go Mets as let's well. Let's Go Mets. Yeah, Let's Go Mets was there, and uh, man, he is just a salty dog. I will yeah, tell you what. You know what's great? It'd be nice to have him back on the forums. Oh, it would be, but you know he he he's only hurting himself. He's only hurting himself. Yeah, he wants back, as from what you said. Oh, uh, let me tell you something. When you just he he read the paraphrase post of the week, which is the post of the week now. He said that's exactly what he would have wrote about the Phils. Really, that's exactly what he said. That he, wow, and that, and that's because he, he knows baseball. The man knows his baseball. He does, no doubt. There's no doubt about it. Too bad he's a Mets fan. However, if you don't tell anybody, did you it really happen? It down, did it really happen? Exactly. If exactly. a Mets fan falls dead in a gutter, does anybody really notice? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was at the Ministry of Information, uh, Fifth and Popper on, uh, in Philadelphia, talking to Let's Go Mets, and he's just, he's he's, he's like a woman. He's being he's a, a big woman. bitch. He's a bitch. Come on, man. People, you know, you got you to gotta, um, man up and get on the forums and talk back. Come on. What's going on? Well, you had some drinks with him. What was he saying? Uh, he was just talking about... Uh, it's, he's got baseball on his mind, dude. He's got baseball on his mind. He loves his Mets, um, and uh, obviously so because they they're probably going to sweep the Cardinals this weekend, uh, this week. So he loves his rotation. He loves um, the young guys. He he loves watching the young team because you know he's going to have a good team for a very long time. Well, you can't beat that, but you know what? You don't, you can't say Mets and young team, but you got Tom Glavin on the hill. But I understand what you're saying, and Orlando Hernandez the other night. And Brad Main tonight, so it's not necessarily a young team. So what's the uh, what's the saying? Oh, Glavin and Main, and pray for rain. <laughs> That's what's going around for the Metropolitans. Glavin and rain. Glavin yeah. and Main, pray for rain. <laughs> Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. I just had to that. go uh, fill up my cool one as I am about to just right now. All right. I'm just trying to predict the end of this Phillies game and start drinking my sorrows away until tomorrow when I can be concerned about a whole other wealth of problems. Who's on the hill tomorrow? Adam Eaton's on the hill tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be really good to see how he how he produces for us. Well, the game's still alive. Aaron Rowan at the plate. Yeah, it'll be nice. Let's see how Adam Eaton pl- pitches tomorrow. Yeah, he didn't have a really good spring, but he's always been hurt wherever he's been. So, Dude, he stinks. He's uh, going to stink for this team. So, oh, it'd be... They need somebody to get him off the schnoznide, so yeah, see if exactly. he can do it. Three you know o'clock what? start. If you're saying that your third starting pitcher stinks, that's a problem. Yeah, that is a problem, Ev. That's a, that's a huge problem. So we'll have to see what happens to that. Maybe we'll surprise us. Surprise us with what? Some kind of... Maybe he'll, maybe he'll go six innings. Reach around or something? Oh, that's a surprise. Yeah, it is a surprise. You know what else is a surprise? Talk to me, Dave. What do you got for Two me? run lead in the bottom of the ninth, which they fought their asses for to get. Hamels pitches a gem, just like Myers pitches a gem. I mean, these are incredible, incredible pitchers pitching their asses off. They're going to raise some hell to Gillick. They're going to go, look, what are you doing right. to me? Hopefully, they'll raise some hell. Hopefully, they'll say, listen, you need to get these. I need to get my victories. I, I do. Pitch my, well, Gillick will know that. Gillick will know that these guys are pitching their asses off, and they're gonna, he's going to get them some bullpen help. He has to. You can't do this. You cannot do this. Now, you have to understand this, too. Tonight is different because Gordon blew it. 
But Charlie Manuel tells Ryan Madsen, gives Ryan Madsen the ball in the 10th. Right. So you can say all you want. Ryan Madsen, Manuel, you, know, you don't, you don't lose you don't lose two games in a row when you come when you pitch in the 8th and the 10th inning. And that's right. what he's doing. He's going to be the he's going to get the L for both of these. Do you uh do you as a a manager go, you know what? I realize he's he's the righty for what he needed to do there to bring him in. Aaron Rowan strikes out. Game over. Game over. Do you not put him in there just because you don't want the situation to happen to him again? No, I don't know. I don't necessarily know that. Either do I. You ought to put your best man in there. But at you the time. have to believe his psyche is totally destroyed. I'm just, I don't even know what I can do about this losing this game. I can't stand it. I anymore. think we just have to stop the whole podcast and drink. There's only <laughs> that's a great idea. There's only there's 160 of these things left. And you know what's crazy? And we, did, we were so excited about this. You know, 160 of these, whatever. There's 160 games left and we're jazz. It's baseball and this is awesome. But my heart can't take this. I get angry at my wife. I get angry at my kids when the Phillies lose. Right. Everything, every little thing sets me off. When they win, they can go piss on the f- kitchen table. I don't really care. Right. When they lose, they can't even burp at the kitchen table. Well, you see, now, it's not just losing. It's not just losing. You know, the Phillies are going to lose or they're going to win. But you build a team, a squad, a stellar, stellar squad like the Phillies have. You say that. Well, on paper, they're stellar, right? They're not the Kansas City Royals. No, they're not the Kansas City Royals. So it's worse that they're a good team and they're losing games. That's what makes it worse for me. If they were a horrible team and I was just going to watch baseball, I'm like, yeah, well, they're horrible this year. That's just the bottom line. But they're, they're a really good team and they're possible wild card contender if people are picking them to be. And this is how they're going to do it. They can't, they can't even win games. They can't even win a game. They can't win games because they have – So I realize they, – They need to score six to eight runs a game in order to guarantee a victory, in order to get a win. I realize that it's only been the first two games. I know people are probably listening going, Jesus Christ, this is all season. And I understand that too. It's, it's, but, but it's the way they're losing. You're catching us. During this game, yeah. we were we were going to wait till it was over. They're going to steal the victory, get on the mic, and then start Woo-hoo! talking. About it. Yeah, this is awesome. It's, they got their win, and you know it sucks about Monday, but you never you know just the one bad pitch away, and Andrew, Edgar Renderi isn't going to hit right. 360, 80 home runs or whatever mm-hmm. he's supposed to hit, whatever would have been his average because he hits two on Monday. However, that didn't happen tonight. We got on when they, we got on the tenth. We got on when they were losing in the tenth. Right, because we had to. Because we had to. We had to talk. Because it's disgusting. It is. And I'll tell you what. Tell me what. The people are pissed. They're going to be pissed at this one. Oh, yeah. I can imagine what's going on on the radio now. Oh. Freak out session. Freak out session. And they deserve it. You don't put 41,000 people down there and lose a game like that. The way they lost. The way they lost. Ryan Matson, I can't wait for his quotes tomorrow. Hey, man, maybe you know, maybe he was a good pitcher, but he's not now. You could tell on that mound after he gave up that home run, he was scared to throw a ball. Scared. Yeah. I mean, and you're, he's he's a he was a one time starting pitcher. He was a stud. Yeah, he was. A, he was thought we were a stud, and he couldn't handle that. So they they threw him in a long time relief. Obviously, can't handle that. Ryan but, Madsen losing. How many games has the Phillies pitch uh, played this year? Have oh, uh, that would be two. How, what's his record right there? O oh and two. O oh and two. O oh and two. O oh and two. And he's a reliever. Right. He's the one. That, he's the name you got. He's a deep reliever. Oh, he's deep, all right. Yeah, he's deep. Water's deep. cold and deep. You know what I'm saying? I need some. Space I need some space. Right I don't now. need space from you. I just need some space. No, I need some space from the mic. I'm afraid of what I'm going to say. I know. I, I think it's, it's just it's just the it's, anger, this is going down is one of the worst. Man. The, the anger is just few. I am so okay. Ev, here it is. You ready? Let's role play. Want to role play with me? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay, I'm Howard Eskin. You're a caller. Oh God. Okay, who? Okay, Evan from Langhorn. You're on WIP. What the hell is going on oh, there? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, you knew? Howard, you, Howard, listen to me. no, listen to me. 
You knew the problems you had before the season started. Now it's just coming up into fruition. Now they're showing you exactly what the problems are with this team. So what have you expected? But twice in two days, twice in three days, you got to do this to me, losing a tenth, bring Matson in again. What's Manuel doing? You're, what's he doing? You're playing, a Nash, you're playing a Major League Baseball team. These guys are good on the other side of the ball. And what's with Pat Burrell hey, striking out all the time? What's going on, on with that? Come on, it's not Pat Burrell's fault that this team is losing. Pat Burrell has nothing to do with this. You, as a fan, aren't giving him a break. You can't boo him every five seconds. Uh, so I don't. I had to throw that in there because everybody calls asking has to bring in Pat Burrell. But I'm coming back. By the way, Andy Reid's the greatest thing on earth. <laughs> but do you understand what I'm saying? You moron. Uh, no, I don't understand what you're saying. Because Get a if they, life. If they, if they, uh, Get a life. If they were like the Yankees and had a payroll like the Yankees, this wouldn't problem wouldn't happen. That's not. <laughs> I can't spend that kind of money. They're not the. Red Sox, not the Yankees. And now we're just doing a total parody of just what everybody calls But about. it's the truth. I know. Like That's the, what, this is what the phone calls are going to be like on the ride home tonight. And I'm just doing – I can be any radio person on, but I'll, Eskin does the moron thing, which yeah, is pretty nice. Yeah, you moron. W.I.P. W.I.P. But, uh, yeah. Uh, well, Eskin's going to have to uh, buck up with this one now. You think? Yeah, he's going to have to. He's going to – he's so scared of blasting that team right now because it's so early in the season. Well, yeah, but he's, but he's right. If if what I said is what he would say, which I do, definitely think he would say that, this is what you – this is the team you have given. This is the team you have to root for. And that – the weaknesses are showing. Oh, they're showing early too, which is crazy. And it's, it's – Studs! Dope. You're a dope. You're a dope. <laughs> No, the dope is the relief pitchers for the Philadelphia Phillies. Parting shot, Evan. Let's hook it up. Parting shot. I just want to say everything. Um, one, I just want. I hope uh, Dave gets back to us safe. And uh, next week, he's sitting on the other side, laughing at us, telling us uh, stuff. And two. Wow, wow, that's that's poignant, Ev, for sure. Yeah, well, that's me. June thirtieth. I don't think anybody's going to buy any tickets, but that's okay because after the, after these last two games, I don't blame you. Yeah, but let me tell you something. I don't. I wouldn't want to go down. I don't even something. know if I want to go. I know. I, I, you know what? Two extra tickets just been uh, been made available for sale. <laughs> yeah. My wife and I but, um, have given up our spots. But at the same time, it is a Phillies game. Phillies-Mets game on Fox is going to be uh, nationally televised. And we're going to have a good time down there. Good crowd. Good people. And that's what it's all about. A lot of fun. So, if yeah, I, I think we're running real low on tickets. But if you want to go down there, you feel free to hook us up. We'll definitely put our tailgate area on the radio so everybody can hook yeah, us up. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna know where we're going to be, what section, what area. And we'll put the, put the map of the section on the site so you know where we're all going to be. Yeah. So, I just my parting shot is this. Tonight, the Phillies were on CN8. Oh, also, I just want to say real quick, Ev, Masters tomorrow. It's oh, time. I'm so excited. That's I'm springtime so right there. It's ready. To, it's time. It's all about the green jacket. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, it's going to be 40 degrees on Easter here, though. So, the, back to what I was saying. The Phillies were on CN8 tonight, and uh, directly after a CN8 game, when the Phillies are on CN8, comes Arthur Fennell. And I don't know which broadcast is more entertaining. I think Arthur Fennell dwarfs the Phillies tonight. Dwarfs. And you know what? I only get half as mad at Arthur Fennell as I do at the Phillies. <laughs> well, what, what, so what? Post game goes right to Comcast Sportsnet? Yeah, I assume so. But, it, I mean, th- those guys. I mean, What do they can, got to talk about? We can switch right now. Let's oh, just, I don't want to switch there. Uh, I think they got Mitch the Wild Thing Williams on here, too. Yeah, I know. I can't believe. How do you embrace that man? I don't know. He was getting death threats in 1993, and then he's on the show now. I don't know how he becomes um, a Philly figure. I really don't. I mean, really. I mean, you know, I, you gonna I have, have to. He's going to have to be banished, and that's just I the way know. life is. I know. It's just like let's embrace the losers. We're all losers. Let's <laughs> yeah. embrace them. Yeah, all. bring them back, and let's yeah. let, let let me you know keep 
thinking about it every day. He's, he's the one that threw the strike. He's the one that, I mean, that threw the home run. Right. So Fergozzi walks out to the mound and says, give up this two-run ding-dong to Joe Carter because you're guaranteed a lifetime of success in Philly. Yeah. We can't wait to praise you later on in your life when you say, you know, mea culpa, me, I'm so sorry. I, you know, what can I do? I tried my hardest. If you try your hardest, hell, we'll, we'll give you all yeah. the hugs and kisses you need. So that, I don't know what that's all about. I don't like that addition either. So this whole the whole um, post game, pre game, during the game, commentators, I'm not happy with. Good night, Ev.